0: Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon
1: offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tics.
0: Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings.
1: Here we go. Here we go. Here we go.
0: Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow.
1: I'm Sam Nicky Delaney. So what?
0: We're reaching the end of the Twit's Odyssey. We think there's only two chapters to go, so uh, we'll see. We might get this finished today, Sam. Who knows? But as a bonus episode coming after we've done this, there's a little section in the back of this edition of the Twits that we've both got, and I'll just quickly go through what it's got. Look forward. To it. it says more about the Twits, uh, and then it's, it tells you about the Royal Dal Foundation and Museum and Story Centre, oh, and then now. meet Quentin Blake. Uh, and then A Day in the Life of Roald Dahl, which in itself might be five episodes. Uh, and then there's some go- oh, what it say, gobble funk, which is some of the Great made band. up words.
1: Great band. Gobble
0: funk, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so them supporting Ned's Atomic Dustbin. Um, <laughs> and then there's some, which is words that Roald Dahl made up. And then some Roald Dahl quotes. Hopefully none of those will be anti-Semitic. Uh, and then a few other little bits. So we'll get to them. Oh, Roald Dahl's family. Oh, fuck. That could be grim.
1: Rolled dark quotes. (laughs) The thing about (laughs) helicopters is, right, is you can just fucking, you can get on one and get where you're going without worrying about traffic or any other cunts bothering you.
0: Women. Now, I like how they look and smell, but fucking hell, some of the stuff that comes out of their mouths, Jesus.
1: Could anyone invent a woman without a gob? Mind you, you would miss it on on occasion if you know what I mean, eh, lads? I'll just backtrack on that one. (laughs) Fucking
0: cunt. Right, okay. So we're at the chapter which is called The Monkey's Escape. And, of course, if you've been following this, in the last chapter, the twits were turned upside down because the monkeys and the birds glued all their furniture to the ceiling and the carpet. Um, So it looked as if everything was upside down and then they had some glue on their heads and uh, they stood on their heads to try and right themselves, and then they were stuck to the, the, the ceiling, and it's all a big fucking mess. But then it says the monkeys escape, which is what we want, isn't it? Uh, Mugglewump and his family, it says that evening, Mugglewump and his family went up to the big wood on top of the hill, and in the tallest tree of all, they built a marvellous treehouse. All the birds, especially the big ones, the crows and rooks and magpies, made their nests around the treehouse so that nobody could see it from the ground. Now, isn't that a lovely development? They've been in that cage in the Twits' Garden for so long, being forced to stand um, in a pyramid, and now they've got a lovely, nice treehouse on top you of it. You've got to hand it to them.
1: They escaped. You would have thought they'd want a rest, but the first thing they did was build a, a, a marvellous, not just any treehouse, but a marvellous treehouse. Yeah, it says
0: they're marvellous It takes, yeah. takes
1: a lot of graft, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I had a but- treehouse in my old house. It Did came you? with the house. I didn't Obviously, I right. didn't fucking build it. I wouldn't know where to start, mate. Mm-hmm. I'd have fucking nailed myself to a tree. Mm-hmm. But when we moved in, the previous like, owners had built it. Does that come part of the price, does it? Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that tree house.
0: Because you, you can say, no, I'm the rest of the tree house. You'll have to dismantle it.
1: Take it away. Take it I'm with you. I don't want extra. that. I'm not, Why would If not, I want you to knock some money off the price because it's going to cost me to get it dismantled and removed.
0: That treehouse is a fucking death trap. It's toxic. I want ridge before I move in.
1: When I moved out of a flat I owned once, there was this... There was this, um... cunt who bought it from... He wasn't a cunt, but he was a little arsehole, right? And I sort of resented him because he came round to look at a flat and we had a few bidders on this flat, right? And it was one of those nice times where they start, it starts going over asking because you've got quite a few people Ooh. interested. And there was Probably a couple been. of young couples who were similar to us when we've moved in, maybe a couple of years younger than us. We were moving because we were about to have a, a kid, right? So it wasn't mm. going to be big enough. So we had some young couples come around. They seem nice enough. You know, you eye them up, don't you? The, if, you if you encounter the cunts who come and look at your yeah. house, you're looking at them thinking, yeah, want to live in my fucking rig, do you, cunt? <laughs> right? It's in some ways it's best to avoid them because, rah, you don't wanna, you don't want to think about it. Do you know what I mean? Well, um, this is the
0: thing you think you feel as though you've got some kind of control or power over the situation yeah. that that you're the kingmaker in this thing, where yeah. in fact you're just you're just selling it, washing your hands of it, and walking off into your new house somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, like, you, you know, you pack. kind of and really all you should be interested in is sell to the highest slash most reliable bidder. Yeah. but sometimes it can be difficult and we had some people come around some of them we encountered they seemed alright um, but then this kid came around he was quite young I mean he was younger than anyone else who'd looked at it right <laughs> I was about 32 oy, oy, oy. I reckon he was about 22 <laughs> right yeah and he's come around and he was a little bit posh and he was sort of nice and polite but there was something about him that pissed me off anyway <laughs> he, he said I want to buy it and then before he had a chance to bid, someone else came in with a mm. with a very firm offer that we wanted to accept, and he's just fucking done him by like quite a lot, like wow. I can't remember like twenty grand or something mad, fucking like hell. a blow you. Out. And he was a kid, right? And I thought, what the fuck's all this about, right? And obviously, I've chatted to the estate agent, and he's like, yeah, basically, it's his it's his old man's giving him money to buy himself yeah. a flat, right? And I've like, well fair enough it's his old man's money who am I to judge money's money right mm-hmm. and if he's fucking going to be bidding over the odds for it good I'll take it but then so I tried not to think about it but then do you know what he's done mm. I he came round for some reason She he wanted an extra look and he, say, he said can he have a little look round? round
0: for some reason
1: he, he wants to come I round can... and have a look maybe he wants to make plans about what he's going to do in the house I want to be he came in now I had this mirror that is a really good big re- it's a it's a statement mirror Andy oh. I bought it we, we bought it when we were much younger and we had like fucking disposal income before you have kids and have to spend that it was all on fucking mirror. bullshit it was, it's an enormous round mirror it's a nice mirror and it was a centrepiece in the I like how you're in talking the in
0: the present tense. That suggests you've still got it.
1: So I've still fucking got it. Good. I mean, in the house I've got now, it's not as suitable. But anyway, I don't know I'm what I'll do with it. i will worried it. Going. The story's going. The point is, this kid goes, and just a quick one, one of the main things I wanted to ask was, um, does the mirror come as part of it? The and I went, mirror? part of the house? And he went, yes. And I went, no, it's my mirror. And the fucking estate agent had mentioned something. He wants to know if he can have the mirror. And I've gone, no, like what? He might as well say, can I have your fucking telly? Do you know what I mean? That's that's not how how it fucking works. So I've said no, but I thought this must have been a mix-up in communication. He can't have asked for my mirror. But the cunt turns round, turns up. I let him in and he goes, so can I have the mirror? And I went, no, he can't have my fucking mirror. And he went, well, at first I was polite. I said, oh no, sorry, we want that mirror. And he went, well, it was one of the things that most caught my attention when I first viewed the house. Fuck and it, I said, what? And I said, well, what? He said, what, it's a deal breaker, is it? And he went, well, I do really like it, right? You buy your own, you country is where I got it from. That's I, I told him that. I said, this is where I got it from. And he went, hmm. Okay, well, hopefully they've still got something to stock. I mean, is there anything we can do? So I said, well, you can make me an offer for it. I said, but you will be hard pressed to find any property in the country where they will just chuck in their personal effects, <laughs> right, as part of the fucking <laughs> deal. Will,
0: will you? What? Could you? maybe you leave your wife behind for twenty-four hours? Exactly.
1: Could I? I did like your wife when I visited. There was something about her I liked. I want to buy into that your lifestyle, and part and parcel of that <laughs> is your wife. Just a day, perhaps. <laughs> Fuck you now. Right, and I just went, well, you can make me an offer, I suppose. And then he sort of said, all right, 50 quid. And what? I just went, this, this was a statement. mirror. I'm, I uh, i can't remember how much it cost, but it was expensive, right? I even, even like seen the I fucking said,
0: mirror and I'm going, fuck off.
1: Free kids. This is pre-kids, right? There was a small period in my life between being sort of skint like you are when you're younger and you're getting started Mm -hmm. and then being skint like you are when you've got a fucking mortgage and kids right yeah and there was a there was a two-year period when we lived in this flat which was where we look back now and think fucking hell we were borderline rich you were living
0: high on the hog
1: (laughs) yeah i did but you don't see it at the time yeah right we think fucking hell we, just, you know, we were buying statement mirrors. We were that mad. We were out of control. I'm glad it's over. It was like Wolf of Wall Street. Mirrors, the luck. Yeah. Right. So, uh, I said, no, mate, fifty quid. You have got to be joking. I said, and he and he got the right ump. And in the end, I just sort of we fell out. I thought I jeopardised the deal because I said, anyway, I got work to do now. You better leave. You're not having the mirror. That I, that, I can't believe that's all you came round for. And it was. He didn't have anything else to say. He thought um. that he could come round. A kid right, a fucking whippersnapper, he was about, I reckon he was about 23 years old, he's come round waving his dad's money about, right, trying to buy my fucking statement mirror in the middle of the day when my wife's at work, so he knows I'm vulnerable, right, (laughs) she's told me not to let people in when she's out, right, because she knows, the next thing she knows she's come home and I've sold loads of shit. Oh,
0: she's a good wife, she's a good wife
1: don't let people in you know what will happen i'll come back and you'll have exchanged all of our electricals for an eighth of weed that turns out not even to be weed it's like oregano right (laughs) so um so i said you know my wife's not in uh it's the middle of the day i thought you'd come around for a serious reason and you're here trying to fucking flash your money about and buy my do you know what i mean but almost belittling to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i remember what he said as well right this is the other thing that lives with me from this cunt. We were moving, so we lived on Ladbroke Grove, right, in um, Notting Hill, yeah. and uh, we were moving to Leafy Barns. So, effectively, <laughs> we were moving from a quite cool area to a deeply uncool area, right? Yeah. But that's what happens. You get older and we're moving to a nice leafy suburb Stop where it's nice for kids to yeah. go, right? Not responsible, and, and to be fair, on Ladbroke Grove, after dark, it wasn't fucking, it didn't. It didn't feel fucking cool. It felt fucking mad. There was just nonstop madness going on Mm. outside all day and night, right? And um, he goes to me, so, why are you sending the place again? I said, because we're having a baby, right? And he went, oh, right, yeah. (laughs) Uh, The estate agent told me this can't be true, that you were moving to Barnes. (sighs) And I went, yeah, that's right. And he went, (laughs) what made you... What made you choose that? I was like, you fucking little weaselly cunt. Who do you think you are coming round here judging my fucking Jesus court credentials? Christ. I'm having a fucking baby. You come round here wanting my mirror, slagging off my fucking decisions about what area I'm going to live in, right? So all very well for you with your dad's money buying my flat off me and then fucking trying to get my mirror. All right, all right, cunt. You can have my mirror. Fine. <laughs> no, I didn't. I would have sold it to him though. I would have, you know, obviously I'm not going to sit here and claim to you or the listeners that I am above bribery, above yes. basically being seduced by money.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh I you know, I, I've done a lot of things in my life for cold hard cash that weren't right. Oh, I I've be betrayed out, yeah. my principles, yeah. you know? And I'd do it again. I'd betray my principles again, but for the right price, Andy.
0: I was the TV critic in the Sunday sport for three and a half years. You know, you everything care, has its price. Everybody exactly. has their own Pay levels me. of desperation. We've
1: all got, oh, I'd love to have the fucking privilege, right, and the luxury of being able to pick and choose who I work for and when on the basis of some sort of high-minded moral code. But some <laughs> of us live in the real world. Some of us haven't been given some sort of fucking bursary by their father to go round buying other cunts' mirrors. Mirrors that I worked hard for.
0: I mean, that that to me is a fucking massive 360-degree power player, that he's come in there, he's trying to get your mirror, and then he's making criticisms of your lifestyle choices.
1: Fucking hell. Even when I said we were having a kid, he had a sort of a... You know, like, sort of, some people in their 20s, early 20s or whatever... They sort of feel that they've got it all sussed. I mean, to be fair, I was probably a bit like that, right? You think you've got it sussed mm. and you think I'm living life how it should be lived and everyone else has compromised and sold out and is being a div, right? Mm-hmm. So this cunt's turned up with that attitude and he even did a slightly condescending smile when I said we were having a kid. <laughs> Why are you moving? Because we are having a kid. Uh, and he was mum. sort of like, oh, God, <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> yeah. Awkward. So what? You can't go out to all the trendy nightclubs anymore. I don't suppose with your child dragging you down.
0: the planet, are you? Yeah. You fucking knob.
1: Fuck him now. Wow. He's the mug because it was a fucking leasehold, and there was about eight other cunts in that building, right? And they were, and that some of them were right tricky cunts. And every time mm-hmm. there was a decision to be made about maintenance or anything like that you had to go for a fucking drink with all of them in the pub opposite, and it was fucking hell, right? (laughs) And there was a geezer upstairs, right? Um, And he was practising to enter, like, whatever it was at the time, Pop Idol or X Factor when it first started, and all fucking day, he was singing songs from High School Musical, right? Yeah. And I was at home trying to do me writing, trying to do me writing for me work, and I would go up and just fucking bang on his door and say, Can you stop fucking singing?
0: i will try and to right.
1: And he would go completely quiet. I just thought it was unacceptable in the daytime, right? And then he would go quiet for a while and until I went back. And then he'd start singing again. So I was up, down, up, down, up, down. And in the end, he did it one evening when my wife was there and we were trying to watch Shelley And I fucking lost it. And I ran upstairs and started banging and kicking on the door and he still didn't answer so then i put a note through his door saying that i was going to set his flat on fire right <laughs> and i don't know why i put it in writing because no, that's not good is oh, it from a legal no.
0: perspective sam that's not I'm, a great move jalapeño.
1: since 2013 bombas has donated over 100 million socks underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness
0: i
1: i'd lost my mind i mean i was driven mental right i I really over i mean yeah i did overreact obviously there was no i'm not an arsonist there is no No. way i'm gonna say uh, but as my wife said at the time she went listen this is a fucking big old house divided into several flats we are one floor behind him how do you think you're gonna fucking set fire to his flat individually yeah individually (laughs) i'll fucking burn his flat she went you'll burn the whole fucking building with us in it no i'll just fucking burn his house she went there's no that's not that's not possible mate you can't (laughs) do it can't be done no no borders no boundaries and in the end so we had this back and forth me and her and in the end i'd say well anyway (laughs) it's a moot point isn't it because obviously i'm not gonna fucking burn anything down I'm just trying to scare him. I just said it. I just said it for something to say, and it's and made no the fucking. As well. It's made no difference to what he's fucking to his behaviour.
0: Oh man, I wish this was an episode that had an actual title rather than just the twits, uh the Odyssey, because what we call it, "Fire respects no boundaries." That'd be great.
1: <laughs> that is a great name for it's our. A- Well, you know, we're going into the recording industry soon. And I would say that that's like our third or fourth album.
0: Yeah. It's certainly not first or second.
1: (laughs) I tell you what, I haven't done a new T-shirt in a while. And so I'm going to do a shout out on Twitter for all the T-shirts. Because about at least once a show, we go, oh, that's a good idea for a T-shirt. And then, of course, we immediately forget it. So I'm just going to do a shout out and see if anyone can remember some good ones. (laughs) And Fire (laughs) Respects No Boundaries is certainly high on the list.
0: I'd definitely <laughs> buy one of them.
1: Top Light Time <laughs> Machine. Fire. <laughs> what is it? Respects No Boundaries. it
0: respects no boundaries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just write that down somewhere.
0: Please do. Yeah. <laughs> that one has to happen. Oh, I'm going to insist on okay. that one.
1: Twin Fire. Peaks 3. Fire respects no boundaries. <laughs>
0: respects no boundaries. <sighs> oh, dear me.
1: Just getting that written down. Thank you very anyway. much.
0: That'll be on sale soon. Um, so we've got the. They've built, where, um, tree house. Yeah, they've built a treehouse. Yeah, they've built the treehouse, but then fucking Roland Bird fucking <laughs> sticks his beak in Oh no. It's like. Alright,
1: cunts. Well, What's going says, on here?
0: It says all the birds, especially the big ones, the crows and rooks and magpies fucking crows, made their nests around the treehouse so nobody could see from the ground. And then Rolly Poly Bird says, You can't stay up here forever, you know. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> why not?
1: Why not? They've
0: been in a fucking cage for fuck knows how long. What's it gonna do with him? And uh, Mugglebum says, "Why not? It's a lovely place." And Roly Polybird says, "Just you wait till the winter comes. Monkeys don't like cold weather, do they?" (laughs) Fucking
1: hell. He's a Roly Poly is such a fucking. like. We know he's like down the feathers and he's just is one of those guys in the pub or anywhere who has to fucking get involved. Sticks you know, when there's like
0: beacon, literally, yeah.
1: You know, there's a traffic mix up on, for instance, the school run where cars are all trying to get in and out of the same road. Right. And it mm. gets a bit jammed up and it becomes like a game of fucking Jenga or Tetris. Right. Yeah. There's always one cunt who's really quick to get out of the car and start directing everyone else. Yeah. As if they've got an official <laughs> role. As like the traffic thing, and I'm always I'm always loath to do even if they're sort of ostensibly being helpful. I'm loath to sort of follow their instructions because it's like who Mm. fucking appointed you? This is it. Anyone self-appointed.
0: Anyone self-appointed in any fucking area
1: Mm.
0: is uh, is a one to be avoided. Yeah, and that's what Roly Poly Bird's
1: a little bit like, isn't it? Totally.
0: Yeah, yeah. Got an opinion about everything. Yeah but yeah, he's sticking his fucking oar in here as well. Uh, just you wait till the winter comes. Monkeys don't like cold weather, do they? They most certainly don't, cried Muggle Mugglewomp. Are the winters so very cold over here? I do have they've been there. Have they just, just oh, recently? No. Have they not done a winter in this uh, area before? Obviously not. Uh, it's all snow and ice, said the roly-poly bird. Sometimes it's so cold a bird will wake up in the morning with his feet frozen to the bough that he's been roosted on. Oh, fucking yeah. bow, is it?
1: That's happened to me before. Right, now, well, it used to. Now I've got a fucking electric blanket, haven't I? And I tell you this, <laughs> I have not looked back, right? Electric They're blanket meant wraps for, around the bow. You get them from Argos, you wrap them round the bow. Now you're going to need a, a generator. Get yourself a generator, it's worth the investment, right? And then you just warm your bow and you've got no fucking problem in the morning. And I tell you what, when you go to bed at night, if you've remembered to switch it on early, oh... It's fucking luxurious, mate.
0: But I tell you this, when you get it from Argos, right, get one of them Nectar cards and get it registered with your Argos account. Do it online, right? Order it online and then pick it up <laughs> in the store. Because the thing about this is, i am sorry, a bit like Roger Taylor here, but the thing about this is, Nectar's not just Sainsbury's. There's all other brands as well, eBay, Argos, loads of others, and those points stack up when you use it regularly.
1: So <laughs> think about not that. too. Yeah, I mean, registering money. for it. A- registering for an extra card, I'm telling you, five minutes, bang. It's five minutes out of your life, right? So you're not going to lose anything, are you? But you could gain a now, large money This week amount.
0: they're doing a thing called the double up points where you up to 50 quid of your points, you can double up so you get 50 quid free, theoretically. Now, you can only use that in Sainsbury's, which is disappointing because Sainsbury's and Argos are part of the same company now and I have been writing a lot of letters and I have got a petition on the go, but so <laughs> far, no joy.
1: It's one of those, If you get 300 signatures, then a question gets asked in House of Commons about it, right?
0: <laughs> I think it's 300, and, something like
1: that. I mean, it's, a, it's about 300, and I'm on, I'm on 182. At last, I'm che- I haven't checked this morning, right? <laughs> so I am hoping that one of the fucking MPs finally do something useful for in their fucking eyes, get, <laughs> get off on. their fat arse, and ask what the fuck's going on with this nectar scam.
0: I mean, I see sure once they've read the petition, they'll just go in and change the law? Or something like that, because it can't be that hard to do, can it?
1: I mean, people say that, you know, the state should leave private enterprise be, right, freedom. And ultimately, as a, a radical libertarian, I do believe in that myself. But in cases like this, then I look at your Stalins, right, your Pinochets, and I think, you know, in some ways they had it right. Because sometimes, if there's a private enterprise, it's taking a fucking piss, like Sainsbury's and Argos are at the moment. I want a strong leader to go in and just say, "No, give the nectar points, make them available for Argos purchases." You're having the fucking piss. It's fucking. It's the same fucking company, right? I mean,
0: even my local Sainsbury's—they've put an Argos in there. It's under the same roof now. They're, They're under. They're, They're flaunting it. They're flaunting it. They took away about. About a third of the clothing range And the homewares So they can put this Argos branch in there They're the same parent company They're under the same roof But you can't spend your double up points in Argos
1: You can use And this is the biggest kick in the bollocks of all You can use the same till To check out For products bought from both brands What does that tell you? All the money's going in the same pot It's all going in the same fucking pot You're in the daft situation being at the checkout at your Sainsbury's and some poor checkout go. And I tell her, I know it's not your fault, love. I'm so, I'm not blaming you personally, but this is madness. You are separating out the things I've taken from the Argos section from the things I've taken from the Sainsbury's section, and you are not allowing me to apply nectar points to the former. It's fucking mad. It's making your life more difficult, and it's a rip-off for me, right? And I'd, don't cry. I know I'm, I've raised my voice. But you have to understand, it's not you I'm angry with. It's the system.
0: What, one of the good things about that place is they still do have checkout girls and fellas. I don't usually go to the ones with the fellas. I don't on, go but, the fellas queues, but, no but, point. I won't use those uh, automated ones, the self-service ones, because they're just taking jobs away. Plus, as well, I like to have a nice little chat now and again with the girls on the tills. And I think part they the, enjoy part it. Part of the
1: fun, isn't it? They, like, yeah, they, I think they see, enjoy they it. See, they see old Roland Bird rock up, and it brightens their day. It's hard; yeah. it can be quite boring doing what they do, right? <coughs> but I turn up, and you can see them. They get a little smart. They think, We're going to have a bit of a laugh now, maybe a bit of a flirt, innocent stuff, nothing some, yeah, to worry about. I'll, ask
0: them, I'll say, have you got a boyfriend? That sort of thing. You know, ask them where yeah. they live, where they go at night, that kind of thing. But it's all quite time, Do all that. What time do you
1: knock off? <laughs> all that sort of stuff. They, they love it. We have a good do you time. Wanna, do you, do you want to ride home on me? You, back? Don't, you don't get that out of a machine, do you? You can't you can't exchange banter. We're all humans, right? And you know what separates us? Verbal communication. Yeah? Verbal communication. You can't have that with a robot, human right? To human. Little reminders, even in in life's in the in the day's most mundane moments, right? Going to pick up some batteries, some double A's from Sainsbury's, right? Maybe a bit of fucking you know, I don't know, some margarine packet of batteries right and some gardening string right just just picking up so it's boring but you can brighten your day how by interacting with another human reminding each other that you're both made of feelings and emotions and also remembering yes we all had traumas when we first left the womb right and we didn't know how to cope with them and we all carry those bruises and scars but we can help soothe each other through shared experience you don't then. get that out of an automatic tilt.
0: <laughs> you don't. Imagine it. There's, I remember when we had that virus and we had to go around with masks and we couldn't go near each other and all that sort of thing. That one mad. It would be like that. No interaction with humans. And all you do, you take your shop into a machine and you scan it and you leave and you don't talk. You don't get to just have a little chat with a 22-year-old young girl and ask her, you know, if she lives on her own and stuff like that. And yeah. they like that kind of thing. You know, it makes their day you know, much no, it I'll, makes I'll, I'll
1: just open something, you know, casual. Casual, light, but at the same time, shows that care, shows that I'm a human. So I might say, so are your your parents, are they alive or dead? Right? Sometimes I'll say that as an opener. You know, and that, it seems like an innocuous question, bit of fun. But but you'd be surprised at the conversations that can lead to. Interesting conversations about people's lives.
0: Ask them how they died. Uh, Or they might go,
1: one's dead and one's alive. My dad died, but then my mum got remarried. Mm -hmm. And actually, I now think of my stepdad as my dad because he's been that nice to me. Sometimes he'll say something like that, right? Mm. Sometimes it'll be slightly more grim than that. You you just don't know what you're going to get, but it's a great opener. Rod Stewart used to go up to ladies and he'd say, hello, sweetheart, what you got in your handbag? Great icebreaker. And I remember hearing him say that in an interview and I thought, right, Roland, this is something you need. But I can't (laughs) nick it because that's that's Rod's, right? So (laughs) I did my own one and it was all right, love, are your parents alive or dead? And, it, you know, <laughs> the words are different, but the principle still applies. It's an <laughs> icebreaker. It gets Breaks you going. It's it? Yeah. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> uh, yeah rolling bird. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's got a electric blanket from Argos. Yeah, it's, it's all snow and ice. As the bird will wake up with the feet frozen to the bow that he's been roosting on. Then what shall we do, cried Mugglewump. My family will all be deep-freezed. <laughs> I think it's deep-frozen. Yeah. Shouldn't be deep-freezed, but never mind. Come on, Rold.
1: You're just fucking uh, giving up now and even making any I'm sense.
0: Just <laughs> knock it out till it's finished. No, they won't, said the roly-poly bird, because when the first leaves start falling from the trees in the autumn, you can all fly home to Africa with me. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous, Mugglewump said. Monkeys can't fly. You can sit on my back, said the roly-poly bird. I shall take you one at a time. Oh, you will travel you know. by the
1: roly-poly super jet and it won't cost you a penny. You know right. what this sounds like to me? This sounds like cocaine chat. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: No fucking problem. I fly all to Africa one at a time. <laughs> there's what? There's four of them? He's yeah. going to do
0: four trips to Africa back and, and forth, back non-stop to
1: Africa. I'll get that done in a day. day. I'll get that done in a day. The way I go is really quick. I take a quick route. I could take all four of you and be there back and day, no problem. There's a shortcut round the back of Portugal. Don't pay me anything. Just, you know, it's about goodwill. You remember, I might come to you one day and ask you for a favour that only a monkey could do.
0: (laughs) What a cunt. (laughs) So that's what he's going to do. He's going to take them one at a time to Africa.
1: Well, I've got planned this with these monkeys. I've offered to help them move. I mean, I'm I'm repatriating them, see. Right, and I said... I. As to back to Africa I think that's where they're from But what I'm thinking is Right Once I get Once I've got them all over there They'll feel like they owe me one I get my feet under the fucking table And I'm thinking Nah Things have gone alright for me here But I'll be honest I'm not in a relationship at the moment um, Work's not bad I'm muddling through But You know So you just need a fucking change of scene And I'm thinking Hey I might get myself out there They've got a set up out there already With connections and all, and that I'll fucking I'll drop the last one off and I'll go oh as I'm here yeah. you don't mind if I stay a couple of nights do you just to yeah. have a sniff around and before they know it I'm just fucking they living there they,
0: they can't say no because I'm saying oh, I remember that time when I flew you over here yeah where would you be now you'd be frozen to death on a bow somewhere so uh, yeah
1: I mean I've been, I've, I've been here a while and the thing about me is I do I get itchy feet I've got Wanderlust right and yeah I've made a few enemies here I've had a little bit of reputational damage, let's say, which I still maintain is completely unfair, but we won't go into that. Sometimes you just think, cut cut loose, right? Cut your losses, start, clean break, start afresh somewhere else. Africa. The amount of opportunities for a bird like me, right? I've got personality. I've got ideas in abundance, right? And I've got the courage of my convictions. Africa, a lot of it is untapped opportunity, I've heard there's gold there that still hasn't been discovered, uh, right? So who, who knows? Who knows?
0: And like I say, I, I, not only have I got a place to stay, I've also pretty much got my own little monkey army that I can call upon. So, yeah, you know, just those, that small act of travelling four times there and back set me up, set me up with us little monkey army in a roof over my head, sorted. Well, Next chapter no of the
1: roly-poly bird story. No one's going to fuck with me, put it that way. I've had a, I've had a lot of fucking aggro in this area, right, from ignorant dickheads who I'm not even going to fucking name, right, because they don't deserve to have their names spoken out of my beak, right. But there's been a lot of aggro, there's a lot of idiots, ignorant people, close-minded people, right, and that's one of the reasons I want to get away. But let's see any cunts give me aggro when I'm over there, surrounded by a bunch of fucking chimpanzees who've got me back.
0: I'll say this, right. I'll say this about me, about ro- me, Roland Bird. I normally get what I want, but I have never, ever had to throw a punch, personally. <laughs> and I think that says a lot about me. I won't say anything else, but that says a lot about me. Because Listen know how to carefully.
1: Work listen very carefully to the words I used. I have never had to throw a punch myself, personally. But I do get what I want. Think on.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> and we'll leave it there, I think. Um, we have got through one chapter, so that was all right, wasn't it? We We're on to the last yeah, chapter now. We'll do that next week. Tune um, in next week. Yeah. Unless the roly-poly bird interrupts and uh, dominates proceedings again. But thanks for listening. It's been nice. Um, take the authentic And don't forget, if you're listening to this this week, when we've recorded it, the double-up promotion... Uh, at Sainsbury's does begin on on the 11th right through till the 17th I think
1: lovely stuff
0: spend your points wisely I will be take (laughs) the off
1: see ya